The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell and co-host Deirdre Serrano, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, entertainment, and it's Thanksgiving! Happy Thanksgiving! Tomorrow. Well, tomorrow, but it's our Thanksgiving show. Oh, quick, introduce me before he has a fit. Okay, what's up everybody? Before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Oh, like nobody knows I'm here. Anyway, here I am, folks. It's snowing out and it's fun. And we love it, and it's not snowing enough. I wanted the original uh, snowcast, which was going to be 18 inches of snow, and I thought that would be fun. I think we're only going to get about six, but it just doesn't make the beautiful holiday, makes the holiday holiday. Is this such a word as holiday? I know. I think you just made that up. No, I think in Italian we say holiday. Either way, it's Itali- fabulous. Italians put A's on the end of everything. We also want to like welcome the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's up, Chad? What's going on, Jimmy? What's going on, Ronnie? So how cold is it? How cold is it in Florida today? It's like a muggy seventy something. Okay, we're thirty three and like snowing since about nine o'clock this morning, but it's beautiful. The forest is cool. You know, we live in the woods, and we're surrounded by wood, and the woods are just filled with snow on the trees, on the limbs. It looks like somebody spray painted. It looks like a Christmas card. Oh, it's it's just the most beautiful time of the year, really. It's the most beautiful time (laughs) of the year. (laughs) That sounded good. I, I, well, my voice used to be good. It's just I don't have it anymore. Since my thyroid went nuts, my voice went with it. So let's give a shout out to everybody in the W4CY radio chat room and let them know if you hit the ITV button at the top of the screen on the W4CY site, you can see us. We're waving to you right now. What's up, everybody? Cindy, Lady Lake, Irish Ginger, Jason, Judith, Rebel, all the different people. Uh, hello, hello, hello. We want to wish all you guys a super happy Thanksgiving. Special shout outs to Irish Ginger and Cindy, Lady Lake, and her whole team from Lady Lake Music, Lady Lake Gin. Uh, hope everybody's going to have a fantastic, fantastic uh, Thanksgiving. And I know you guys are all cooking, but we're happy that you tuned in to listen to us. And for you horny guys out there that missed last week's show because Frenchie. You know, we got cut off. We lost the, the stupid computer went nuts or something happened in, in the in the room where they do all that stuff. Anyway, we only had a little bit of Frenchie. So I thought, you know, you probably were disappointed. So I want to get naked. I want to get naked. I want to show you my big plastic boobies. I want to get naked. I want to get naked. Dude, plastic fantastic. My plastic fantastic. Plastic. My lips, my nose, my tits, my twat. Everything is made from plastic. I want to get happy with you. And then you're supposed to say, it's Frenchy, bitches. It's Frenchy, bitches. 
Well done, Ron. Chad, that was pretty good, <laughs> well right? Well done, Ron. Well she done. Is, she is so outrageously demented. I adore her. I love your Frenchie if you're listening in. And dude, she's like, a fun girl. And she's in the tabloids all the time in the all UK. The you she ha- tweeted two pictures of her like in like in like our National Enquirer or Star yeah, and all that all stuff. Over. She's in them all the time. You've got to go to a gay bar with her at night late when all the gay guys surround her by the millions and everybody worships her and she is absolutely funny and fun. Can't wait to go to L.A. and hang with her and with uh, Ozzy, of course, and a few other of those big balloon-boobed women. There you go. The Actually, you know, our last Ozzy show that had Ozzy and the guy from uh, Neil Jackson, that's yeah. like our most listened to show ever in five-year history of our show. Well, Ozzy whipped off her blouse, you know, her boobs. <laughs> well, that's what I, I wrote on Facebook. I said, I'm so sorry, everyone. I did say that Frenchie was going to be on. Well, she was on, and she came in for a close-up. She got her boobs, and she pushed them together, and she said, it's me, Frenchie. And her knockers went into the camera, and we lost picture. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's it. The, pic- the cameras couldn't take it. The lenses cracked when they saw those things coming at them. So, Chad, what do you got going on for Thanksgiving? Are you, like, working, or do you actually get to do Thanksgiving? Well, I'm actually working here tonight till about midnight. Then I'm going to go home, sleep for about five hours, get up at 6 a.m. and drive up to Pensacola, uh, stay on the beach, drive inland, and have uh, dinner with the family, uh, go back out to the beach for a little while, and then uh, get back up the next morning and drive down for a gig. That's what I thought. I didn't know if maybe you were playing at some some like nice place on Thursday. For at least you got Thanksgiving off then to spend with the fam- no, family. No one should work on Thanksgiving. But lots of people do. I know. But I mean, you know how I feel about that. I write about it all the time in all my publications. Do not work on Thanksgiving. Tell your boss you're not a slave. Thanksgiving Actually, is look, a family holiday. Rebel says we look th- both look sexy today. So say oh, thank hey, you. Oh hey Rebel, hey now dirty. Well, you know what? Like what do you think? Well, like, you know that like well, all the commercials <laughs> come on now with all the stores and like like Target opens at six. Me. I was just told Thank I, God I, don't watch TV. I want to talk dirty. Okay. So, Rebel, what do you think? I mean, what do you like to do, Rebel? <laughs> I know. She likes to get I, dirty. I can tell you what I like to do most of She everything. probably likes to get dirty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Rebel, what is your pleasure? Like, you know, is it a hand gesture or a body gesture or maybe a tongue gesture? I mean, what sort of a gesture makes you happy, Rebel, baby, <laughs> now that you think I'm sexy? Ooh, honey. She said both of us. <laughs> both of us? You want a three-way? Okay. <laughs> I got to tell you something. He ain't so great. But uh, uh-huh. I make up for it. So if we have a three-way... Chad, now isn't that not nice? Listen to him. He knows how to shoot it down, doesn't he? Tell people the truth. So what do you think, Chad, about people who have to work, go to, like, that Target opens at 6 o'clock and makes their employees work on Thanksgiving? I think it's pathetic. I think I'm against it. shot at dawn. I don't, I don't partake in it. I don't uh, watch the commercials. So, no, I don't agree with it. I think it should. I don't participate either. I, I I'm say, glad I'm not a Target shopper because if I was, I would never go back. But, I mean, everything, even, like, the malls, yeah, I think, are open. Matter. Like, open up, they open up at, like, midnight or something for you to go shopping. That, you know, well, you know what it is, and I got to tell you, and it's going to sound like a racist remark, but it's not. I do have many Hispanic friends from California, and the people from Mexico that live in L.A. do not consider Thanksgiving their holiday. They say it's an American holiday, and they don't they don't uh, do it. And none of my Mexican friends, or Santo Domingo, or my you know Yucatan Peninsula people. There are so many in L.A. you can't Doesn't help it. Doesn't make a difference, though. No, but I'm saying, but they don't have that holiday, so they think of it as an American holiday, and they don't partake in it. Now, who's in Target? Blonde, blue-eyed people? Absolutely. Never. You what? I never Wait saw. till you see who goes to Walmart. It's no, going to no, be I don't everybody. mean shopping. I mean working there. Oh, I'm talking about... I'm when talking you get on the line to pay for your things, you need a passport. That's how they're foreign. There's nobody left. But the That's people are also... They don't hire Americans the people, because they have to pay yes, them. they do. No, they, they get the, the, the illegal immigrants, Actually, so they don't have to pay them. They pay 
Walmart's nothing. the highest paying like retailer out of all of them. Well, I didn't. I don't know anything about Walmart. What the hell is Walmart? It should. Be, I know you hate that store. Walmart should be condemned. Either anyway. way, though, uh, if the stores didn't open, they wouldn't have to worry about it. But wait a second. There are a lot of people who do not celebrate. What is it? Thanksgiving, because it's not in their culture from their country. If they want to work, fine. But when you get an American third generation, fourth generation, fifth generation, whose patriotic family fought the wars and came, I mean, how about the pilgrim descendants? Well, they actually say well, Costco's the highest paying one in the channel. Well, what the hell do I know? They pay, yeah, the highest paying, six ninety eight an hour. No, they make like $13 an oh, hour. Oh, wow, 13 an hour and work on your feet all day long, putting up with the garbage from those fat slobs that go there, those hideous people. I know, but the point really should be like, you shouldn't open on them. They do, they do those deals where people go, you know, people get murdered uh, going to Walmart trying to buy the, the, the 500 inch TV for $20. No, it's the Black Friday. That's the Stampede. The yeah, but they start it now on Thursday night. That's the whole I, point. I can't deal with this country anymore. It's gotten <laughs> so out of hand. You know, I, I went Christmas shopping for a star for the top of our new Christmas. We bought a brand new Christmas tree. The other one just sort of dried out and fell apart. Those fake things don't last long. We ha I had it about 10 years. So I, we bought a beautiful one, a Martha Stewart. Like, who knew? Who gives a sh crap about Martha Stewart? But she's got her greedy little fingers, you know, in Christmas, too to make a few more bucks like she needs more money anyway it's a beautiful christmas tree but i didn't care for the big star we had because i had a 10-foot tree with an enormous base it looked stupid the big star i went shopping all over to find a beautiful star i wanted a clear star that looks maybe marbleized you know with lights in it finally i found one believe it or not in target of all places and um i spoke to a few shopkeepers along the way Bloomingdale's, Macy's, you know, places like that. But I went first and they said to me, we have cut our Christmas department down drastically every year because people are not doing Christmas anymore. Hardly. He said, and they don't buy ornaments because they're too expensive. I said, well, how expensive are your ornaments? And I looked, one was $30 and one was a designer ornament for $75. And I said, wow, you've got some balls. They're very expensive. And the guy left because he got the joke. Um, these balls are outrageously expensive. Anyway, Christmas is becoming a thing of the past. Nobody cares anymore about it's Christ's birthday. They think it's Santa Claus's day to give presents to kids. And nobody does Merry Christmas anymore. They do Happy Holiday. What's with Happy Holiday? That's bullshit. We don't do Happy Holiday. I don't do Happy Holiday. Chad doesn't do Happy Holiday my either. My <laughs> Jewish friends, I say with such love and pride, Happy Hanukkah. And I say Merry Christmas to my Christian friends the same way. I am the furthest thing from a religious person. You know, I believe in aliens came here and that we are descendant of aliens. So, I mean, the whole Christ thing is just to me is a myth. Unless, of course, Christ was a, a, an alien, which he might have been, according to the show I watch, Ancient Aliens. Anyway, uh, so that part of Christmas doesn't exist in my life, but I respect it. And underneath our Christmas tree, I have a negative, negative, what is it called? Nativity. Ne negativity. A ne what's it called? Ne nativity. 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 Nativity scene with the babies in the cradle. And I make my youngest child, which is my gorgeous Deirdre, she puts the Christ in the bed, in the crib, because that's a tradition that I had when I was a kid growing up. So I do follow the, the Christian tradition by having the nativity scene with Mary and Joey and Joseph and Joey. and all those Yo, guys. Yo, Joey. Joey. Yeah, and all Bring me the Christ. Guys, all those guys that came from Brooklyn with gifts that fell off a truck. That's my bro. That's my Christmas. Anyway, um, let's bring Christmas back, folks. It was a wonderful time when I was little and young. 
Christmas was a time when neighbors came into the house to see our tree. We'd go see their Chad, tree. Chad, do you do a Christmas tree? Well, I'm not finished with my speech. Everybody uh, cooked. Everybody <laughs> shared food. Everybody loved each other. It was a happy time. Today, we have people burning down cities and fighting and killing and hating and saying dreadful things about one another. It's got to stop, folks, because we're not going in the right direction. We're going to hell. Here, here. Chad, do you do Christmas tree? I used to back in the day, but then I found out it was kind of like pagan-related, Roman, you know, mystery stuff. Oh, it's not. It's Santa Claus. It's this guy in a crib. <laughs> yeah, we well, got. I don't believe in have. I don't believe in lying to kids about a make-believe fat man that brings, uh, you know, toys made in a so slave country. So you don't do the Easter Bunny either. Well, you know, no, I, that I don't part, do pagan. That no, it's okay. But the beautiful tradition of that holiday is a beautiful. Ho- the Christmas tree is gorgeous. If I was like. If I knew I was from out of space, which I do believe I am, I would still have a Christmas tree. I don't know that we have one on Mars. I think it's like I just think it's like oh, it's gotten way too commercial. The fact that you're like people are shopping exactly. on Thanksgiving to buy stuff for Christmas and stuff is like re- it wrecks the whole like message. You know, it should be like a family time and a world time and world peace you, and like Jimmy all Star. the like cool stuff. That's Good for I'm, Jimmy Star. I give him a clap. Yeah, like no, and, and I used to really be into the commercial thing and think it was a really no, good thing, no. but I don't up. think it's a good He's thing anymore. No, I never was into the commercial part. I've always been one for a beautiful, beautiful house, decorated, totally gorgeous Christmas for family and friends, and, and it's for and family to, and friends. That's more materialism, though. In the woods, we have nobody. But when I lived in L.A. in Palm Springs, my house was like a swinging door. My friends came and went, and we partied, we ate, we went by the pool. Chad, we Chad we're in. in the woods. We have, like, deer outside and, yeah, like, foxes awesome. and stuff. That's great. Yeah. You're next to nature. It's very cool. Well, yeah, our, our nearest nice. neighbor is Farmer John. You know, he's got chickens. I go there to buy my eggs. <laughs> and great. he's got cows. <laughs> and I don't think Farmer John knows it's Christmas because I don't think he's been in the world for the last 60 or 70 years. He lives in the farm. And he doesn't talk to anybody. Well, why don't you bring him something? Go introduce yourself. And be I don't friendly. think he'd appreciate it. I, I think Bob you're John's wrong. John's not very pleasant. Well, his, maybe. Wa- his wife, the pie lady, because she makes the pies and in the summer puts them out on the road. Uh-huh. Her pies are wonderful. So I call her the pie lady. <laughs> but but uh, the, the farmer man, he's not very nice. Uh, a little rough around he the He may edges. not like gay people. So hang on, hang on, because now we're going to like, uh, I want to, because since <laughs> last week. No, we, because we Jimmy a- said he made fun of me one time when we went. He was staring at me and he uh, walked away and wouldn't serve me because I was dressed. That wasn't bizarre. here, though. That wasn't our fun. That was one. Uh, that was one when we were in Mr. New York. Mr. Star, I got Michael, Michael John. Tracy oh, okay. trying to call in. Okay, good. Let's take it. Actually, I don't know why it's not giving me the add to group. You didn't call me. Yeah, I didn't call you. I hate this Skype. Oh, I did call you. Oh, how I hate Skype. I wish they'd invent something else. Yeah, right. Otherwise, now you saw him. Can you call him? Yeah, maybe. I Well, I see the picture, so give me a second, would you? Okay, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk among ourselves. We will, absolutely. But that's true about Christmas. It's such a beautiful time of year. My Especially God. here. I mean, my uh, Jewish North. friends put up Hanukkah bushes. They do it in the most gorgeous royal blue with blue lights and silver. It's stunning. It makes your house happy. makes you pretty. I mean, come on. It's absolutely fabulous. I, I would be depressed as hell if my house looked like it does all year without my Christmas deck. I'm going to photograph everything and put it on Facebook. So for those of you who are snooping. And Instagram. You should be putting it on oh, Instagram. Instagram. I don't even know how to work it. I know, but Instagram is for pictures primarily. I'll put, in, I'll put it on Instagram so everybody can see. We do red plaid curtains. I change everything. I'm like a lunatic. I make it look like a, a set, a movie set. I, you want to just, just sit in our house and, and have a, a highball. 
<laughs> What's a highball? That's years ago when I was a kid. A my drink? parents used to say that to all their friends. Come on over and have a highball. Highball is ginger ale and whiskey. Disgusting oh, yeah. drink. That Disgusting. I, I got sick on that once. I was uh, like 13 or 14 and my cousin and I, Bertha, we were drinking it. And uh, we got loaded and we were puking. And our parents said, Sam's, you're right. Drink some more. Here, you want yeah, more? Yeah, this is mm. terrible. It doesn't sound good. I don't even drink eggnog, so. Was, I can't drink anything brown to this day. I only drink vodka and gin. I cannot drink scotches or bourbon. Bourbon, I'm, I'm a liar. I love bourbon. <laughs> no, I like bourbon. <laughs> bourbon and branch water is delicious. And I also like uh, bourbon. What the hell are the drinks I used to drink? I don't drink anymore because I just, I don't know why I don't so drink So while we're anymore. waiting for him Maybe to click in. you, you don't drink. Okay, so while we're waiting for him to like click in. And uh, everything, our first guest, Michael Tracy. We want to tell everybody uh, that Friday, in two days, you can actually get tickets for one magical weekend. Mm -hmm. They go on I sale. Wait. It's June 5th through 7th, 2015. It's the 25th anniversary. Tickets are on sale Black Friday. Um, they're discounted tickets. This event is a three day event. It's hosted at Walt Disney World Resorts. And you can go to onemagicalweekend.com, O N E magicalweekend.com to get tickets. And they go on sale Friday. And I cannot wait. To go. And it's going to be a blast. And oh, forget we, about it. Three days of we party, can't wait. party, party. And baby, am I going to party those three days? I might wind up in the hospital again, but I'm going to party, party, party those three days. Absolutely. <laughs> but I'm not going to eat the food there. I'm going to bring my own food. Because I don't go for that crap they serve in Disneyland. Disney but this World. is at the Walt Disney World Resort, so like all the good restaurants are there too. Oh, okay. Because, you know, those crappy little ones they have. Oh, it's all junk for kids. Cotton candy and crap like, ugh. I, I believe we have Michael online for it, Jimmy. Oh, yeah. right. Hello, Michael Tracy. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. How you doing? I just got set, done with sound check. I was hoping I was going to connect in time, and we just made it. Absolutely fantastic, everybody. We got rock star Michael Tracy. Very happy to have you on the show. Before we get started, let me introduce you to our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, Ron. Hey, Michael. Good that you're on our show. Now, if you could tilt your computer's camera a little because you're very dark. We can't see your face. Oh, that's our screen, too. Well, maybe it's our screen. Yeah, it's oh, our it's screen. There, there you go. go. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah, you lit up better. There you go. Yeah. That yeah. better? Yeah. You're a blonde, right? Or you're bald? Yeah. Well, I, well, yeah. <laughs> no, he's not bald. Because either, either you're a blonde or you're bald because all I see is like yellow around your face. <laughs> you like better better lighting? lighting? The, no. Oh, that was good there. No, wait a minute. Let him get a bulb. That was good. Hold on. That was good. We'll wait. We'll wait. So actually, everybody, the reason that Mike, Michael's walking around with his computer, just so everybody knows, he has a huge show tonight at the Fillmore in Charleston. Charleston, right? Charlotte. 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 Charlotte, Charlotte North Carolina. It's, uh, it's going to be a, fabri fabri uh, a fabulous show. It's sponsored by Live Nation, which is like basically the biggest concert promoter in the world. And congratulations on that. Thank you. And let me also introduce you to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Michael Tracy, welcome to the show, sir. Hey, Chad. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you. And we also have a chat room full of people, so say hello to the chat room. Hey, hello, everybody. There you go. So, everybody, Michael Chase, he's from Charlotte, North Carolina. He's oh, got you're a, from Charlotte. He's I'm, from there. Well, I'm not from Charlotte, but I've been here for a number of years. This is where I play out of, yes, my hometown right now. Uh, where oh. are you actually from? I grew up uh, just outside Seattle when I was young. That's kind of where I grew up in a place called Mukatio, just north of Seattle. But you got a, you got a Carolina accent. 
I, well, I've been out in the South for a lot. That I was a lot of years. I lived in Seattle ago, and I've been here a lot of years. It's it's a very contagious accent. When Jimmy and I drive to Florida, as you can hear, I have a very heavy New York accent, which right. I keep. As we're driving down to Florida, the minute we pass the Carolinas, I speak Southern. The minute we get to Florida, I'm back to New York. There's something about those states that when you drive through them, you become them. You start maybe, talking maybe the same it's way. A chicken, exactly. it's, a, it's a chicken wings. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Do you eat chicken wings? I love chicken wings. Yes, sir. Absolutely. That, so that's sure a southern dish, babe. So you're playing at the Fillmore. First of all, I want to tell people a little bit because I don't know a whole lot. I read your bio, and in your bio, it basically like says you didn't really start playing music out until 2011. Yeah, um, I, I I didn't. I uh, I mean, I've always kind of I played guitar since I was a young man and uh, learned young and uh, uh, always obviously love music and stuff. But honestly, I got married very very young and joined the Navy and and you know life happens and uh, raised some kids and, and, and didn't start really, you know, I was sitting down to write uh, novels, a novel, and I, I've always been a writer, and I was writing poetry and things like that. And next thing I knew, I started writing songs on my guitar, and my wife, uh, my wife said, why don't you go down and see if anyone else likes that? <laughs> and so there we go, and it all got started. Because <laughs> that's only three years. I mean, that's like no yeah. time at all for someone, to, first of all, to be as popular as you are and get Live Nation, you know, to put concerts on with you as the headliner. That's a really, like, big kudos. And the fact that you perform with Styx, Foreigner, George Thorogood, Jefferson Starship, Dockin. I mean, these are all, like, yep. like world-famous, multi-platinum, like, as big as the shit can get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been surreal. Um, you know, it's been a lot of work. This is what I do full time, you know, and so, you know, in some sense, even though it's been three years or, you know, three and a half years, it's, it's, uh, on the other coin, I work 12 hours a day at it. So I've probably put in 10 years of time. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, are you from the hippie generation? No, I'm not that old. <laughs> no, I, I can't see you. It's still I'm dark. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm an X generation, X gen. Oh, because I'm from the hippie generation, and I still believe in what we believed in then. You know, everybody's equal. Everybody should be peaceful and love everybody. Right. And it's so distressing what's going on in the world now. I wanted to know, what do you think about the insanity that we're doing? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, uh, in fact, a lot of what I, I consider myself a bit of a, of a social commentary uh, lyricist. That's what I do, and a lot of. A lot of my lyrics are hidden political messages or social commentary uh, wrapped around in, in kind of metaphor and stuff like that. So my personal opinion is I think the, 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 the world's a little crazy right now and, and, and Americans are kind of, yeah, I think, I think a lot of just distrust is going on with, in, in the world right now with all of our institutions and things like that. And it's starting to cause a lot of chaos and obviously a lot of chaos here in America for ourselves and with a society that's changing so quickly. And and uh, certainly technology has added into that. And, and uh, I, you know, myself, I, I grew up, you know, in a, on a small little farm in Minnesota before we moved to Seattle. So I kind of come from this very uh, almost backwoods uh, sort of environment. And, and being my age, you know, you've watched everything change over over the last 20 years. And, and, and I agree. It's just crazy what's going on, some of the stuff. I mean, I, I got to a point, I guess I'm not surprised because you watch have been watching it for a number of years, but it's it's a little insane out there. But when I was young, the songs that were written by great writers and songers, you know, singers that we all know who are popular still today, they wrote about peace and love and let the world, let's get together. Do you think that the lyrics and the songs today are too violent, too angry, and, and they separate? I, I, think, I think they're too lazy. Uh, lazy? In, in How ways. do you mean lazy? In other words, I think a lot of, um, you know, 
I just think a lot of songwriters sometimes forget that part of songwriting is writing and and therefore you know lyrics become very important so yes you're right you have lots of lyrics out there by lots of in, in lots of genres that are like you said violent or 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 oh, what's the word you know they're kind of embracing angry, angry. negative I, things I find music today to be angry yeah that's right you got this very very angry music which you know i mean rock and roll has always had some anger in it but it's much different today and I just think that a lot of that, it's probably a reason why a lot of young, young bands are having problems being big time like the young bands were when we were younger, you know. Um, it's just too, it, to me, when I say lazy, I, I guess I just mean to, to go after the anger or the violence or the, or the cliches or, 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 or things like that. And your lyrics is just a very simple way to do things and not very challenging as a lyricist. And I think that's just an easy way out. And that's a lot of what goes on, I think. But uh, I'm going I'm to give you a song title and tell me if you would ever write this lyric in one of your songs. Okay. What the world needs now is love, sweet love, Da, 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 he might not da, be old da, enough da, to know that. Do you no, know that I song? know that song. That's Bert Bacharach. Bert Bacharach. <laughs> now, would you I'm, ever put I that lyric that in, when you write your music? Would you ever use a lyric like that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I wish mean, you would. I know you guys haven't necessarily looked at all my stuff, but I, I no. consider what I write about mostly are things like hope and and love and and things of that nature, uh, just in my own way, and obviously. Um, in a way that's that's got a little edge to it from the music and stuff, but I do that on purpose because we live in an edgy environment. Um, but from a lyric standpoint, I'm always everything I talk about is try to talk in a positive nature. I'm you know I'm not a, I'm not I'm not someone who writes about whatever you know. I mean one night stands or 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 or, or drinking or all that kind of stuff. There's well, plenty like some of, those of these songs rap- out there, and that's all great. But that's not really what I do. I kind of throw a um, even though I musically I do a lot of rock and roll and stuff like that, and, and it can have an edge. That's not what I do lyrically. So the the rappers that do, woman, I'm a beat your ass, I'm a slit you bad, you bitch. <laughs> See, I would never, I, that's a love song today. You know, I've been rappers. married. It's funny because I've been married over 20 years, and so for me, obviously, when I just started writing songs just a few years ago, I just come from a different place. You know, obviously at at my age and with that experience and stuff, I don't I don't know. I mean. I was young, just like everyone else, but obviously my world isn't about um, those things. <laughs> you know, my world is about a wife of twenty years and and two kids, so you know it's a little different. Who are, who are like some? Okay, because like you you started relatively well as far as musicians go. You started oh, kind of like later in life than that's most. Right. That's um, right. You're having more success than most. Um, who are some of like your influences like growing up? Because well, we're probably close to the same age. Actually, I'm probably a little older than you, but we're probably for, for pretty me, close to the same um, age. Yeah, when I was really young, you know, my mother was in a band and my mother always collected records in the 70s and so I loved the, you know, the Fleetwood Macs and the and oh, Queen okay. and the Doobie Brothers and all sure. of those 1970s uh, yeah. style groups. All, all my people. Yep, and so I loved that all growing up. I never I was I was a guy, the kid of the 70s who never understood Kiss. So I was never into Kiss. Oh, I, I like Kiss, but I like these... those other ones too. I liked them both. Well, I, re- <laughs> yeah. I remember my friends making fun of me because the song that I loved the most was Crystal Blue Persuasion. And oh, yeah. I thought I thought it was like a blue crystal. I had no idea what it was. <laughs> and then they told me it's acid, you jerk. I said, right. Really? 
Crystal Blue Persuasion is acid? They said, yes, yeah, stupid. What do you think he's singing about? And I was shocked. I said, how do they allow such a lyric to go out? Well, how do they allow she takes one pill, makes her smaller, one That's pill right. makes her bigger? So there was a lot of dope in our lyrics of our day, you That's know, right. pushing pot and stuff. Uh, Mama Cass, she would always do her little thing about, you know, I smoke too much dope now. I don't think I'm going to be able to sing tonight. What about right, though? Because right. like you are like I think you're like the epitome of like the modern day like rock star. You're like good looking. Your music's really really good. And you're young looking because he fixed the. the I fixed here. the screen so he could see you. Can so see now we can see By you. By the way, is your hair in a ponytail at the nape or is it just cut that way? It's cut that yeah. way. It's, I like that haircut. I love it too. I like your haircut. <laughs> I should pull. I normally have mine very wild, but today being Thanksgiving, I figure I look like you know somebody's father. Right. <laughs> Whatever. But I like I like that haircut. That's how I want my hair hanging, piecey, sloppy, just like that. Love it. So let really me go nice. back. Though. I think being older, I mean, I do think uh, like Jimmy's saying, what being older uh, uh, and then starting writing at, at an older age, obviously that means you have tons of influences coming into your writing compared to when you're 20, maybe, and so you have a specific only certain things at that age that are really influencing you. So for me, I think between the 70s and then I, the 80s and the I mean, all of those different genres along the way, I've loved them all. And, and, and they obviously influence a lot of what I do. What about today? Like, who are some of, like, the modern-day people today that you would say, like, maybe they weren't influences, but you would actually, like, listen to? Um... Well, I, I've been playing the hell out of a Blackberry Smoke record lately. <laughs> yeah, everybody likes Blackberry Smoke. Yeah. Everyone likes Blackberry Smoke. Um, I, I, you know, honestly, the ones I still listen to are the older ones. I mean, I, you know, from a rock standpoint, I like the Foo Fighters and stuff like that. But uh, my, are we on? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Did, did, oh. you, did we hit a button, Chad? What happened there? Ah, there we go. There I we go. You. Okay. Um, but I still listen. No, no, you know, I, for me, okay. what I listen to in my iPod is you know Tom Petty and and things like that. Although I like bands like the Black Keys and and uh, and some of the newer bands, but uh, but honestly, that's not really what I kind of listen to for my for my own personal listening. Okay. Now, I, but I, there are some I love: Alabama Shakes, Black Keys. Uh, you know, the Foo Fighters aren't new, but they're just still playing and stuff. Um, there's a lot of those bands I love, but they just aren't, you know, that's not really what I listen to when I get a chance to listen to any more music. Do you, do you listen to a lot of your own music like after now? Cause I know you had one album that you released in 2011, which I didn't write down the name of it. What's the name of the first album you did? First album was enough small talk. And that album I really was just making. Cause since I didn't know nobody, um, I, you know, when I started in this, I knew absolutely nobody. And I lived in a town where I didn't even have family and friends. And so I felt like the first thing I needed to do was maybe cut a record of some songs just to have something to peddle even in Charlotte of something to say what it is I do. So the first record was before I had a band, before anything, and I, and I went to the studio and just started recording, producing it myself. Um, and I'm proud of the record in the sense of who I was at that moment, obviously, but I always approach that as kind of a first record almost demo thing um, but I love it when I when I look back on it and but I immediately went back into the studio right after that was done and I started playing live in 2012 and started building a band and went right back in the studio and the existing um, the existing album gonna smile has been a long long time coming because those songs started in the spring of 2012 I started laying the first tracks and many jumps and starts and many times I almost released, you know, you're looking for a label and things like that. And I sure. almost released it by myself or things like this. 
But honestly, it was just I'm, I'm, I self-produced it, you know, and not because I necessarily wanted to. But when you're at that level, you can't find the producers you want. Um, so it took me a long time to try to not just become a better songwriter and hone that craft, but to hone the craft of producing. Which it's I should just, say, congratulations, because yeah. you signed the Spectre Music Group. So oh, congratulations! I don't know. You know what? I know nothing about you because I don't do that. Yeah. I I want this to be unfiltered and uncensored, and I never research any of our guests because I find if I do that, I ask those dreadful, boring, corny questions that they all ask. So this has already not, been one of the best interviews I've done. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, so thank you. I, I, I only know that um, who you are as far as what I'm finding out now. So you're as fresh to me as you are to the 31 million people that watch Perfect. us. I'm happy to say. Here's a question. Did you ever, in the back of your mind, while you were composing a song, write it for your wife? Oh, oh all my love songs are, are involved about my wife. And even that's the songs that's that so beautiful. Yeah, even the songs that aren't direct love songs, they're all inspired by, you know, being in love with someone for that long and your kids and things nice. like that. It all starts there. And so even even songs that aren't love songs directly, they're they're all inspired from 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 a lifetime of being with her, absolutely. Now, I'd like to write a love song for Jimmy, but the vulgarity would not. <laughs> <laughs> so let, hold on, let's go. So because you have uh, everybody uh, who's 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 tuning in. Uh, this is Michael Tracy. Um, he's got a new album that's going to be coming out in February called "Gonna Smile," and he has a he has a single that just got released yesterday just worldwide yesterday. digitally. You can go to Amazon, iTunes, every, anywhere you want to go. The name of the song is "Fashion and Fame." Um, I used to be a celebrity clothing designer, and 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 I freaking like love the title of the song. Give us a little like insight to how you came up to the because it's such we we live in such a fashion and fame world anyway. Right. Tell us a little bit behind it. That's right. Well, a little bit behind it, the music is old. You know, it was three years old, and it took it was actually a long time it took me to kind of put it all together that song. But um, the title itself, a little side note, fashion and fame is a title of a song that was done by Angel City back in the. Uh, late 80s, early 90s. They were a band out of Australia. They're they okay. called the Angels now, but it was Angels. Vaguely Angel familiar to me. Almost rang a bell. Almost. And I loved the song and loved the title. It was a completely different song and different message, but uh, I always told myself I want to write a song called Fashion and Fame. <laughs> and so, um, but for my song, you know, it's, it's about two things. I mean, it's about the obvious uh, thing, you know, in, in the society we live in and the, and the uh, Kim Kardashians of the world, so to speak. But, uh, but it really is a song about, should I have not said that? Oh <laughs> no, that's God. okay. Did you see that ass of hers? I mean, that ass is really a joke. <laughs> I've never seen an ass like that, even on a cow. Right, right. I mean, you know, I mean, I've been behind horses in Central Park, and I never saw a horse's ass like that. Right. I mean, what? how does she sit? Okay, hold on. Let him finish the story. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So, but but that, my song's really more a song about actual artists and, and, and um you know, uh, just a lot of artists in today's environment, I think they all start off um, wanting to do the right thing and be real and, and be true to their art and stuff like that. And, and they go to Hollywood or New York or wherever it is they go. And, uh, you know, they make a lot of money or have success. And I think they very quickly lose sight of what they, wh why they started being an artist in the first place. And uh, so a lot of those lines in there, it's, it's just about, you know, you started off uh, having some truth to what you were doing, and then you uh, now now how much did you pay for fashion and fame? So that's so that's really true. what it's about. It's about the artist, the wow. actual real artist. So true. Those lyrics, I know many, not many, but I know a few people who absolutely lived your lyrics. It's a true lyric. Well, it's you're not... going to hear it anyway because we're going to play it. 
Yeah, well, I'm going to love it. I we're going to play I it love this So hang on, Chad. Yes, Jimmy. Actually, we're, we're not playing the MP3, Michael. We're going to play like one of your like, live performances that I've grabbed off of YouTube. So that way God, people watching the ITV can see it. <laughs> And uh, yeah, actually, it, you're going to be messy like they are. No, on it's very, very good. Can't we hear like one from a CD? Huh? Can't we hear like a clean, nice one from a CD? It is a it clean, is. nice yeah, one. Those YouTube things come in it's crap. It's the acoustic one that was up there, huh? Um, it's oh, the, the one that has the uh, uh, the lyric video one. Is that oh, a good that, one? Yeah, well, that's the actual recording. Then that's the actual recording. Just so with that'll be clear and nice. Yeah, yep. it'll be clear and nice. Okay, let's hear it. Yep. I think. I'm so anxious. how about uh, so, Michael? What you're going to do? How about you, Chad? Are you ready with that? Yes, sir. Michael, you introduce it. We're going to play it so we won't talk to you for like three minutes until it's over, yep. and then we'll be back. So if you have to pee or something, go run and do it, and then okay. we'll be right back to talk to you. Wow. All right. I'm Michael Tracy, and this is my first release off the new album called Fashion and Fame. Good.
Yeah, that's Fashion and Fame, everybody, by Michael Tracy. Dude, that song is awesome. That is Thank a you. Freaking, Thank freaking you. good song. Thank uh, you. I appreciate it. I love the beat. I love when the horns came in. That was a big surprise. That's, a sa- that's actually sax player uh, layering things, but yeah. Loved it. Loved, love horns. Uh, I felt like I was back up at the corral on Topanga Canyon in 1969 (laughs) i felt really good about it dude i think first of all uh like kudos to you but like uh i think that you're like a complete package because like you're a good looking dude the music's good you don't sound like everything else that's coming out there and you could put this one in the car and i actually you know like know about the car let's tell him about my car anybody that i like their music i tell jimmy put it in my car so when we take our drives i listen car if I don't like your music, I just don't mention it. <laughs> so we we can put this in the car because I could do ninety. Yeah, when the weather gets better, I'll put the top because I drive a TT Roadster. I'll put the top down. I'll floor it. Put the pedal to the metal with this music. Forget it. No cop ain't catching me. <laughs> I think it's really cool. I also think, like in a lot of ways, which actually I don't know if you I like. You're kind of like a modern day hipper, like Rick Springfield. In a lot of ways. I, I, I like better, actually. I never liked Rick Springfield. Well, anyway, for me, that's a compliment because I think Rick Springfield, like in the 80s, was, was like. A, then he got very commercial. He got too, like. I know, but. He when, sounded like a, like a toothpaste commercial. When he started out, though, Rick Springfield was freaking awesome. He sold like 60 million records. I mean, like, I see you, like, I can see how, like, all the fans are going to love you. You look good. The music's good. Uh, you're, like, friendly. You're bouncy. Like, I think, I think you're going to be extremely well received, and I think radio's going to love it. Don't well, you I, hope, I hope so. I, I went out of my way on this album to make every single song. I mean, obviously not all of them are sort of those radio songs, but at the end of the day, um, it, it was a very purposeful thing that I, the way I arranged every, all these songs, the lengths and the way you get to the vocals fast and things like that to make them very radio friendly. I did that on purpose. Actually, in the chat room, they're saying they think it's a cross between Tom Petty and John Mellencamp. Right. Yes, yeah, that's that's the same names that get told all the time. So yeah, I, I would, very, I would very, go, very, I would uh, go there. That's, a, that's a really good yeah. though. That's a really good comparison considering good that those company. people. Yeah, that you're like yeah. they're all very, very I, big, I, good I company. Have, I would have said that too. What your music is? It's happy music, and I love happy music, and it makes you want to get up and bounce and dance and and, and party. I love the line party much, music. What did you pay for fashion and fame? That's fabulous. The, the lyrics are the best <laughs> because I thought of one friend of mine. Who we, who's a best friend, and we always talk about him, not in a bad way, Jimmy and I, but we just keep saying, he's so fake. How the hell does he like himself? How does he look in the mirror? He's delusional. Everything about him is like kings and queens and fabulous right. and rich and facelifts and teeth. and Oh, my God, I could never live that. I, th- I think Absolutely. when you start this thing at, at an older age like me, I mean, it's, you, you, would, you would assume it's a disadvantage. What are you all of, 35? No, I'm over 40. Okay, so that's good. You're you're a little older than I am. <laughs> Why well, I look that bad on camera? No. I just think when you start older, you don't you you know you just you already kind of know who you are a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of just be you versus uh, letting all the influences of trying to be something else. Don't you find that new artists some of their first stuff is their best stuff? Right. And, and then when they keep going, they, they get crappy because they try to get back what they did in the first and they never get it back. And, the, and, and that's this song what the song's about, too. They just kind of get, like I said, I think they lose their edge and they, they forget what they're supposed to be doing, which is honing their craft every day, no matter how big you've gotten, and try to be better next time. And, and a lot of them, I think, just, and it's understandable. It's almost understandable how it happens, but that's the fight, right? You know, to, to, to be as uh, 
aggressive about your 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 craft uh, when you when you made it as you were when you first started. Yeah, but don't work. Do, do you remember the name Anita Baker? Yep. Every she had one hit. The first one, her song was the best song in the world. Every song after that sounded exactly like the first song. Right. To the point where I couldn't stand listening to her anymore. I kept saying, "Change it. It's right. the same exact music." I mean, what do you speak? We're stupid because right. you change. Again, that's the a laziness, right? You know. I, yes. I, no, that's I a, think, no, you're right. That's what no, you brought I don't up earlier. Think, I don't think it's lazy. I think it's it's sold once, it'll sell again mentality. Uh, it wasn't creative because she had a good voice. Monty always sounded like she was dying. You know, that all was terrible. So, so uh, tell everybody about your show tonight in case anybody's listening and they yeah, happen to be in yeah, your area and they want to get tickets. Yeah, it's a great, it, this was a great opportunity. This is actually the third time I've played the Fillmore. The first time I had done a show, they, they came to me about a local showcase, which they never do uh, at the Fillmore um, in 2013. And then I played with George Thurgood here uh, earlier this year. So it's my third time on the stage. It's a great, great venue. It's a relatively new venue in Charlotte. I think it's only four or five years years old or something like that. Um, it's a beautiful venue. We're here with a, another great local band, a southern rock band called Preacher Stone, and and uh, there are tickets available still. It looks like it's going to be a hell of a crowd. I, I kind of questioned doing it the night before Thanksgiving, but they seem to feel like that might be a decent night, and so we'll see. But it yeah, looks, it's looking, party, it's looking like it's going to be a hell of a night. Well, Nobody works right. tomorrow, so it'll be that's they can the, stay up all night. That's that's, that's I, exactly right. I always ask the prices of tickets so people know what they can afford. What's it, the price from where it, to where on your ticket? It, it was twelve dollars advance, but at this point at the door it's fifteen dollars. Oh my god, you can't beat it. Absolutely. Everybody needs Can't. to do it. So everybody out there, 15 bucks is no big deal. That's a Coca-Cola somewhere. All right, you guys. York. So tonight, if you're uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina, go to the Fillmore to see Michael Tracy. And what's the name of the other band? Preacher Stone. Preacher Stone. If you guys want to find out more about Michael Tracy, you can go to his website, which is Michael. Is it, what do you call that thing? A hyphen? What do you call that little dash? Yeah, I, I call it a dash, I guess. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dash, baby. Okay, someone, else Michael, had, someone else had the name without the dash, so. Okay, it's Michael-Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y dot com, and you guys can follow him on Twitter. It's Michael Tracy with the number one after it. And uh, get Fashion and Fame now. It came out yesterday on iTunes Worldwide, iTunes, Amazon, any place yep. that you can get digital stuff. It's it's available now. Request it at your favorite radio station, rock radio station. Uh, we want everybody in the country to start playing it. And uh, be looking for his new album, Gonna Smile, in February. And we want to thank you for coming on the show, and good luck on your show tonight. Hey, thanks so much, guys. Guys, I seriously, I really, really appreciate it. Absolutely. Michael, oh. knock them dead, and I know you will. Absolutely. We also, we also want to thank Bobby Collins from the Spectrum Music Group for setting the interview up for right. us, and we think you're a yep. true talent. Fantastic, and have a great show tonight, and have a great, great Thanksgiving Happy with your Thanksgiving. family. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy Thanks, Thanksgiving. Thanks, guys. You guys have a great, great Thanksgiving, too. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. What a nice guy. <clears throat> I like all nice the people guy. we have on our show. Our music, Chad, Chad, what did you think of that? Because that's a little different than what we normally play. Yeah, that was rocking. That was cool. I like him. He's and, you a know, cool I don't guy. Care for and that like Ron, much, like Ron said, like when that horn came in, it definitely uh, that horn blew me away. That made the whole, whole, whole new direction. I loved it. That sax when it came in, I loved it. You we bet. also want to uh, totally loved it. We want to give a shout out to Russell in the chat room. Russell, he's from Radio Random Network and. And a good friend of mine on Twitter also, so we want to give a shout-out to him and everybody else in the chat room. We're going to take a music break real quick for everybody since we got some songs we want to get played in. We're going to play Morgan's Road. See if you can find that one, Chad. This is Morgan's while, Road. While you're looking, I want to say something. It's not heavy. His music is not heavy metal, and it's not shit-kicking. It's just it's in a rock. nice place. It's rock, but it's nice rock. Some rock 
Okay. Sing along a lot. I have to put plug toilet paper in my yeah, ears. Yeah, not like that. When I go to these clubs, I do. I get toilet paper. I roll up. You're gonna like this one too. This is Morgan's Road, everybody. The name of the song is "Turn It's Back on You." Uh, it's a fantastic, fantastic song. The uh, single's out now on iTunes and Amazon, everything worldwide. It's very uh, Dave Matthews-ish sounding. It's a really great band. Chad, we got that going. Hit it. Hit it. Everybody goes. Turn It's back on you by Morgan's Road.
What did you go. think of that, Chad? I thought it was a little long. Long, definitely. Yeah, we need to find like a three and a half radio edit, something for that. But uh, yeah, I like the style. You're right about the Dave Matthews part. That was cool. Uh, it felt like a little Grateful Dead was thrown in there somewhere along the way. Uh, I liked it. It's fantastic. Yeah. And I love the way he says, like, the sun never turns its back on anyone. Right. Really cool. So, everybody, that's Morgan's Road. Turn its back on you. The single's available now on all the digital download sites. And I freaking love it. And I'm not a big Dave Matthews fan, which is funny, because um, now that I've listened to them, I could probably listen to Dave Matthews. Did you listen to Dave Matthews at all? I saw both nights uh, this year and last year when he came into town. Oh, yeah. So you're a Dave Matthews fan. I am. I think, oh, yeah. uh, you know, the band, you know, is incredible. The drummer's incredible. The brass section's incredible. And uh, it's, it's a really good show. Puts on a good show. Do you listen to music that's not all just country then? Of you course. Are? Of course. Listen, cool. to, listen to metal, Neil Diamond, listen to all your shows. So, yeah. I listen to it all. As long as it sounds good, it's good with me. The only Mathis I listen to is Johnny. Hit it. Well, we said Dave Matthews, not Mathis. Okay. What is this guy's name? Dave Matthews was who we were talking <laughs> oh, about. Matthews. Dave Matthews, man. Check yeah, him out. John, he loves Johnny Mathis. Well, so do I. I know him. He's good stuff. I'm lucky enough to know the man. I've been in his company three times. One of the greatest voices he ever. Is, he is the sweetest. Now, Chad, kindest. do you really think that, or did you just say that? No, he doesn't. What are you he talking about? Stuff. Johnny Mathis? Yeah. Fabulous. Man, he filled the air every Christmas growing up. That's right. And 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 you have to meet the man. I was shopping with him out at the basket in Santa Monica, and we were walking around the store getting vegetables and just bullshitting like everybody does. And I said, Johnny, it's amazing. Not one person's come up to you. He said, they never do. I said, you've got to be kidding me. We got uh. to the checkout counter, and there was a young guy there checking us out. And I said, do you realize whose food you're checking out? And he looked at me. I said, this is Johnny Mathis. He said, so? <laughs> I said, so? You're out of your friggin' mind. I said, go home on your computer and look him up. You'll commit suicide. So Johnny started to laugh. And when we left the store, he said, I told you so. Nobody knows him anymore. It's and amazing. actually, he sold 350 million records because I, I had mean, to look I looked He's it up like the greatest time. singer of our decade. Here, listen. Of our, decade, of our time. Oh. Vibrato, something else. There you go. No it's just fabulous. Get it, Ronnie. Get it. All right. So, please have sorry. snow and mistletoe. So here's what I we're gonna him. do. Then I want to do a quick. Um, you can have some of those M and M's. Those good employees. So what I want to do, you guys. Uh, first of all, because last week we got cut out, so so we're gonna do a thanks to all our like radio syndicates this week because we forgot it last week with our technical difficulties. Starting off with W4CY Radio, who happens to have the greatest engineer for the Jimmy Star Show and all their other shows, Mr. Chad Murphy. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Then we want to. Yo, Jimbo. Get down, Chad. Did I get you back? 
Yeah. There you are. There you are. Yeah, you uh, totally dropped off there. That's okay, everybody. Sorry about that. So we're going back to you can hear us on all these things. <laughs> also, then we also want to thank our TV syndicates. Wait a minute, LGBTQ what's so funny? TV and Roku. What's They're so funny? Because it said automatic maintenance thing. And, and no, my daughter's got such uh, class. I can't repeat what she said to the computer, but it's hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> I think you tripped um, over the computer for the Mike and Ike's and went offline. Is what I think. A, a, a couple other things too, man. We got going on, you guys. Last week you heard us talk about the Great Gold Expedition. I'm keeping tracks of it. I actually bought a gold coin to see how it all goes. They're on Indiegogo. Check out GreatGoldExpedition.com. They raised like twelve thousand dollars in the first week, which is pretty cool. They're recovering fifty ton, fifty-five tons of lost gold from two World War One shipwrecks. It's very interesting and fun, and it's history based. So check it out, GreatGoldExpedition.com. Come. Then we want to give a shout out to Dave Tolliver. Uh, we love his single home and everybody. The uh, the worldwide release for his video is tomorrow at noon on Thanksgiving for his video home. It's awesome and it's uh, uh it's got a bunch of like famous people in the video. It's really cool. So check that out. Go to YouTube and plug in Dave Tolliver home. Then we want to give a congratulations to our favorite Shane Layton. Yes, she's. She's number nine, number ninety eight for rock artists on mm -hmm. Reverb Nation in the United States for her single uh, "Invincible." Amazing. And on April thirtieth, um, and on April thirtieth, she's going to be participating in the first show of Rocket Like a Redhead. It's a national tour uh, geared toward gingers and redheaded people, and she's like she's like headlining the tour. She'll be playing all her stuff, and and she just got a great uh, sponsorship from Kimba Modern, which is like a phenomenal, phenomenal like hotel. Uh, it's super awesome. Check out KimbaModern.com, and we want to congratulate Shane Layton and wish her and Frankie and, and her mom and everybody a happy Thanksgiving. That's right. And he ate almost all the good and plenty, just so you know. She yelled at me. She said, give me that good and plenty. <laughs> then what we're going to do. So I, ha I, mean, she had a, so I gave her back a freaking good and plenty. Uh, we're going to be bringing on our Hollywood Vixen in a minute, so do that. We're going like, to play another song. Uh, Chad, let's do Eva Love Warriors. I don't think we've ever done this one before. Roger that. Um, so, everybody, this is Eva Love. The single's out now. It's available for download everywhere. The name of the song's Warriors. Uh, for those of you who've been listening to the Jimmy Star Show a long time, they were on, I think, our first year. We had them on when they were on the Warp Tour. They're doing phenomenal. And uh, this is their brand-new tune called Warriors.
Warriors. That's Ever Love Warriors, everybody. Come on, please. And now we want to welcome our Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Sarego. Say hey to everybody. Hi, turkeys. What's up, turkeys? Say hi to Chad. Hi, Chad. What's What's, up? What's going on, girl? Nothing. Are you going to be eating a tofurkey tomorrow? Hell no, I don't eat that crap. Good for you. You're actually going to have real old, good old-fashioned gobble, 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 gobble. No, I'm just going to have some organic organic bird. Oh, you're going to have an organic bird? What the heck is your father eating over there? Oh, he, what isn't he eating? My the man God. is like impossible. I, my, I, I skipped <laughs> lunch because I'm dieting. I've right. gained so much weight. I God. love this one. He skips lunch. Right. So okay, he's dieting. Because he's dieting, right? I have to lose five pounds in my middle. So I'm going to skip lunch. So what does he just now eat? What were snow those? caps, good and plenties, <laughs> and now we're on to no, the little No, I ate the He didn't eat the snow I only caps. had four good and plenty. <laughs> And the chocolate. That's and it. some chocolate miniatures. Wow. I mean, really, chat room? Only because. Please, please I, scream listen, at him via chat. Because my energy level was going down. <laughs> oh, I needed I'm some sorry. sugar. Let me get you a shovel for all that that you're shoveling. <laughs> Chad. Yes, sir. Guess what? I, I did, which I don't know how long it'll last, but we're trying it out to see. Since what? I've been having some stomach problems, and the doctor told me that it could be from carbonated drinks. I thought he was pregnant. I'm not drinking soda, and I'm on my second day of no soda. How do you feel? I'm so proud of him. How do you feel? I actually do feel a little bit better, and it's only been a day. Maybe it's um, maybe it's the the fire retardant that you've stopped in, in your Mountain Dew that's probably helped your stomach. Actually, I stopped Mountain, Mountain I stopped anymore. Mountain Dew like a year and a half ago, but like uh, I was drinking a lot no. of Coke, so now I'm drinking water. <laughs> I and, couldn't uh, bear the smell. The fire when retardant. he was drinking Mountain Dew, his body odor was putrid. It was like sour. Oh, thank grape. you. For okay, telling that's everybody. Really, okay, guys, we don't really need to no, hear that. Oh, so I want rude. people to know. Wait, the what's up? Why is the color of that water red? Oh, it's water, and I put the one. I bought one of those Mio things and sprayed it lemonade flavor. Hmm. I don't know. I know that's what poison, I said, Chad. But it's, not so. but it's oh, better. Man. It's better. I got to start someplace. Anyway, it's lesser listen. of the two evils, I suppose. For those of you out there who drink Mountain Dew in that red hot, whatever the hell it's called, Bull's Head or some crap. Red Bull. Red Bull. <laughs> don't. You'll smell. Red Makes hot. you smell. Tell them why. There's formaldehyde, oh, formaldehyde in it. What, what? they put in sticks. Right? For preservative, huh? And dead people. Actually, I haven't had a Red Bull in like a year. Good. Right. Hi, chat room. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. That's pretty they good turkey. In chat room, apple oh. juice is good. I like apple juice. Deirdre, you're dressed for Thanksgiving colors. I am dressed for Thanksgiving. It, you look like a turkey. Yes, this is actually what I'm going to be wearing tomorrow. It's my. I got this Ralph Lauren top. I love it. It's a, a chiffon, and it's got a beautiful... can't really see it on the little crappy camera up there, but... um. It's a. Uh, I love paisley. Yeah, it's like a paisley, and it's all autumn colors, like uh, a beautiful blue, a dusty rose, a nice cranberry. Okay, we got some it. Greens Go back with a pretty little uh, necklace. gold necklace that I have on okay. it. Yeah, it's very. And I have very green nice. leggings on. And what, what color panties and bra? I what? have no panties and no bra on right now. Oh, I'm that's Commando. Wonderful. Woo! Honey. Hey now. Yeah, and my shirt's a little see-through, but you can't see because you're not here in person. <laughs> if you were in person, you might be able to see a little nipple. Say hi to Irish what Ginger. Did I raise? Hi, Irish what Ginger. What did I raise? I raised a good girl because That's she never it. did drugs or was a whore. Well, so you know I'm what? Glad. It's Thanksgiving, and I want to say that yeah, I am my, thankful my kids are good kids. for my body. I'm thankful for my beautiful breasts. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish some, I, wish, I wish a husband was thankful for your beautiful breasts. Same here. I wish I had a husband or a boyfriend thanking my beautiful breasts, beautiful being breasts. thankful for my beautiful breasts. <laughs> I want to thank these two lugs over and other here. Things. And other, well, yes, ooh, a lot of other things. But um, <laughs> fingers crossed, somebody please. <laughs> and I want to 
I want to say I'm thankful for these two lug nuts over here next to me. Lug nut hey. one and lug nut two. And I Chad. And Chad. Well, let me finish. I'm not done yet. Lug okay. nuts. <laughs> My lug, lug nuts. nuts. You love it. <laughs> I'm also thankful for Chad. I'm also thankful for LGBTQ TV for giving me a job and W4CY. And Dean, you're out. You're in that list too. Oh, yeah, don't, don't what's up, Dean? Dean or Wiener's there? No, no, we don't want him coming well, on. Well, do they arrest him again for <laughs> prostitution? And I'm thankful, thankful for my beautiful sister as well. And I'm thankful for my friends and the roof over my head and the beautiful snow that's outside. All right, enough, everybody. I'm getting nauseous. Well, it's Thanksgiving, so I want to show my appreciation because there's a lot awesome. going on in the world right now. And you oh, know, I'm this little, from this, you. Shut Stop up. It. This little area right now is so blessed and so perfect and okay. so wonderful. So There you go. You know, yeah. So I want everyone to put share some vodka that. in my my glass. <laughs> I have vodka. champagne. I got champagne for Thanksgiving tomorrow. We're having a nice rosé oh, cool. champagne. Yeah, I got Cha- beautiful. Cha- I love champagne. Yeah, it's a it's a rosy champagne. 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 It's a it's a. It's I a love champagne. Rosy rosy champagne. I love champagne. Yeah. So we'll try it. I like uh, rosé champagne. Do you drink? Do you drink champagne? Chad. 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 Champagne. Champagne. Um. Sure. Yeah, oh, like that's, that's fruit and it's natural. There's nothing in it. It's, yeah. it's fruit. What is champagne really? Is it wine? I mean, it's, grapes. it's a bubbly wine. It is yes, a grape. That's all okay. Grapes. Yeah. Carbonated yeah. wine. I gotcha. Yeah. Fermented. Uh-huh. Fermented. Uh, fermented. And it, and it can it only bubbly. be called champagne because it's made in the champagne. Wait, Chad. What do you actually drink? What do you drink like every day? Tea. Uh, or what do you think? Or, organic tequila, straight up. Nice. <laughs> that's good. I have organic vodka. But when you're you eating know. lunch and dinner and stuff and you're at the radio station, like, what do you drink? Tea? I make my own teas at home um, and water. Okay. Good. You're like me. I drink coffee, green tea, or water. That's it. I you wish drink I, coffee, I, Chad? Uh, I used to. Not much anymore. Okay. I wish I could live 150 years to see how long you will live. But unfortunately, I'm going to kick the bucket before. Well, you're 125 now, so what's well, another 25? Another 25 for? years. But unfortunately, I'll, I'll never know. I'll never know. This is like what, death becomes her table. Wait, wait. I'll never. I'll never know at what age Chad will kick the bucket because I will be long gone. If he's 90 or 100, I'm curious to know from all your healthy eating food. Well, you will know from up above because you'll be watching over, so you'll be able to see. Honey, I'm going to be having a party with all the people that are there. Chad, does Heather eat crazy? all healthy like you also? Yeah, since I changed, of course, she jumped on that band- bandwagon. But uh, no, she'll still stop at your little uh, corporate coffee shops. and you know, some, uh, Boo. <laughs> we, don't, we don't go to that nasty, evil corporate coffee shop that starts with an S. Or D. I do. Satan Bucks. No, I, dr- I drive I right by them, but you know I don't give her too much of a hard time anymore about it. I just let her do her thing. I'm good, happy good. with it. You can't. You yeah, can't. I love Satan. Her life. Satan box is horrible. They're mean and evil. I'm just trying. Yeah, they are. Why do they have? Why? They're suing the state of Vermont because they want to get rid of GM. They 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 want to have labels for GMO companies. Right. What's and a GMO company? Genetically modified modified. organisms. Mm-hmm. You're eating them. So yeah. I'm eating good and plenty. Of Chad is really GMO, into that. Was that Chad's into to like not eating anything that's generic, genetically modified? Monsanto. I have no idea what genetically. Yeah, well, modified it's basically means. basically Ryan's basically chemical companies um, patenting seeds of their own, so they have control, and it's basically they're modifying the seeds so they own it. And it's basically just corn and soy, and they're not labeling it. That's a problem. People want labels saying if you want to own this mm-hmm. food, own life, you need to label it. So we can but avoid I it. That was good for you, soy and, and corn. No. The problem is it's genetically is modified with pesticides built into it or sprayed like round onto up, it. Round up is and it? if you were to take their seed and grow it without signing a contract with them, you could be sued by the chemical company that makes the seed. Chemical companies shouldn't be making seeds and owning life. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of farmers are getting sued right now by the chemical companies for, by save, for saving and other seeds ones. because they won't buy their chemicals. Exactly. Well, no, they, they have they have to buy the seeds over again because you're not allowed to save them. God bless America. <laughs> right. God, ga- God gave us seeds. God gave us seeds to share and to feed the world, not to own and control it, period. Absolutely. I agree well, with you 100%. I don't believe anything on the planet should be owned and controlled by So that's why I exactly. say Satan bucks, avoid Satan bucks at all costs, because Satan bucks is suing the wonderful, little, progressively fabulous state of Vermont. We love you, Vermont. Well, don't say Satan bucks. Um, say Starbucks. Well, well, people know what I'm talking about. They can't sue you. You have a right that's to your true. opinion. That's true. It's my opinion. It's in my Freedom. opinion. That, um, Starbucks is Satan bucks, and I think that they're disgusting for joining on the bandwagon of suing a little old state of Vermont. But because... I do love their coffee. Hey, Chad, mm, have yes, you sir. ever done the apple cider vinegar drink to cleanse your body? Oh, I love mm. it. I've done a cleanse before. I think it was a salt water cleanse mixed with like <laughs> lemon, cayenne, and some awful stuff. It this wasn't one's a... different. I don't Every really morning... recommend doing the whole cleansing. I just recommend eating right, and you know it's right, and you know it's wrong. So a friend of mine, she okay. did. She did that cleanse forever. Right. And she got psoriasis right after it. Yeah, I mean, that's just not so natural. She went to the doctor and unless said, you're is starving. it possible? The doctor said, yep. She it's, developed psoriasis. Yeah, it's not natural cleansing, unless you're starving. Yeah. Well, what you Everybody can, in the chat room was asking that. I, I didn't ask that. I, I don't even know enough about that. Well, but what you can that. do and what I do is in the morning have a, a, a boil a cup of water. That's what my grandmother did. Squeeze in some fresh lemon juice mm-hmm. and a teaspoon or a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar and yeah. a little bit of honey to sweeten it. And you eat mm-hmm. and you drink normal, but you have that twice a day in the morning to wash, wash out exactly. before you have anything. I think you're right, yeah. And then right at the yeah. end of the night before, like while you're in bed watching TV or on your couch, have that same drink. And that's it. So it's not like you're flushing out, but you're not, you're not taking, you're not avoiding doing anything else. You're not throwing your body into like yeah. a, 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 you know, a panic. Well, you know, your grandmother, your great grandmother yeah. used, used to do Nani, that. Nani, my so grandmother. So you're just flushing out. And she also used the, to do that. The apple cider vinegar is supposed to be excellent for so many things. Your liver, your gall, I mean, just for everything well, in general. And then the honey helps your body regulate well, what, it, what it does is it neutralizes some the of acid. the acids in your Cause body. Because acids cause cancer and stuff. Well, it does neutralize the so. body vinegar. It's actually, a great, a, it's actually a fermented food. And fermented foods are actually good for you. So yeah. Well, I'm a great user of vinegars. I love them. There you go. I love vinegar. I love. We want to give a happy Thanksgiving shout out to to Dave from Stars Now UK. He's in the chat room. Oh, hi Dave. Happy hey, Dave, Thanksgiving. What's up? Happy Turkey Day. I don't think they celebrate. They don't no, they don't do, they don't do Turkey don't do Day. Thanksgiving. Happy Happy right. our Thanksgiving, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> the only person that I know that's doing Thanksgiving is my friend Martin in Sweden. His, his he and his wife are having well, friends over, and they're doing Thanksgiving. The Swedes are not too bright. <laughs> hey, what is this like insult s- Swedish people? Because all you do is talk about Sweden. Like I know, because I can't wait to go. I'm but so you're excited. But you're an Italian. Talk about so, Italy. I, I've been to Italy many times. I talk about Italy in the, a lot. This That's is why she's going to me. Sweden. She's going to a new place. I've she been all over the world. Sweet Sweden like it was the end today, all. Today, what's, it, what's our Swedish Sweden. word of the day? Ah, snö, which means snow. Oh, snow. It's snowing because here. It's snowing here. Well, the weather outside is frightful. Anyway, getting back to vinegar. <laughs> my favorite vinegar in the entire world is that, was it, Blackberry Oh, vinegar? the one that I get. I, I wish I knew the company name so I could promote oh them. God. They're here in Doylestown where the studio is. Right. And I love this company. Chris, his wife, Robin, I think her name is. They're in Doylestown. Oh, I forgot the name. But I have the vinegars. Uh, it's orgasmic. Oh, they're great. They come in all the flavors. Mm-hmm. Our favorite is a black cherry vinegar. Delicious. It is, I mean, literally. Uh, you could drink it with like a yeah, straw. Yeah, it's like a dessert. We, we mm-hmm. have the blueberry, the black mm-hmm. cherry. I have a strawberry one that I love. Um, 
Oh, there's a whole bunch. Oh. Anyway, it's organic, orgasmic. I have a coffee one too, an espresso that but, goes but on. Can like anybody? Steak. Well, let's just say anybody that, can buy it. Hey, let me tell you about Bradley's Backyard Honey. Ooh, you got to yeah. hear the people that are carrying on about how delicious that is. It is really good. Everybody should buy. Everybody's Bradley's freaking Backyard out. Honey. They all love the dark one. They love the light one, but they said the dark one. Jet Chad, did we give you a dark one or a light one? I didn't know there was a difference or two. I thought it was yeah, all the same. A, a light one is one kind of bee. Like there's maybe amber. Like he's it's oh, an there's Irish grade bee. A, grade B. So I what's think. the difference? And then the dark bee is like an Italian bee. I don't know. <laughs> it's I hard because you don't know where the uh, bees are going to pollinate. It's to, like, a actually Swedish make it. bee. That's why it's so light. Anyway, you know. the people, the people that have bought Bradley's backyard honey, and I'm not baloning anybody because I don't do that, have been freaking out. They cannot get it out to the people fast enough. When we go to Florida, I'll never see Jimmy. He's going to be working in the factory, I guess, helping to send out get the bees. It all bit and get so it everybody going. needs to buy Bradley's Backyard Bee Honey. No, they don't need to buy it because they can't supply it, so don't buy it. No, buy Wait it. Wait a while. No, they can't. <laughs> they, they, don't, they can't It'll get it out. They'll be on back order. But back order. They'll be back ordered for years. They have to Not really. Jimmy's gonna, anyway, follow it. Bradley's no, Backyard Especially now on. at Christmas time, plug. you need the honey No, to I'm not kidding with, you. So. I'm t- listen, a bit of inside gossip. Jimmy's, I told Jimmy, he's going to have to build a little factory down there and have, you know, four or five immigrant workers work there so he doesn't have to pay them. <laughs> like they do in America. No, wait a minute. Like oh, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Like no, no, wait a minute. Guys, if you hire illegal immigrants, you get a $3,000 credit. How, and, you never, and you never have to go for it, Jimmy. Uh, no, no, but okay. Right. I don't anyway, want, to, I don't want yeah. to have this conversation. Back to food and turkey day. I tell you what, let me give you a turkey tip of the day, okay? So everyone's going to go out and they're going to buy Bradley's Backyard Honey because it's the best no, honey don't the buy it. Shut up. No, they talk. can't supply Shut up. You're annoying. They can Shut go up. to the stores that are supplying Oh, he's it. annoying. Ham, put him in the oven. He's There's a million ham. stores you can go to and okay, then you so can buy it. Okay, so what everybody's going to do is they're going to go buy it and then they're going to cook their turkey and the last 10 minutes of your turkey while it's in the oven, you're going to take the Backyard Honey and you're going to pour some of it over over the turkey and let it melt down and then you're going to baste it for 10 minutes and then you're going to take it out and cover your turkey like you normally do it is going to be the best effing yeah, turkey and you can have ever. a turkey Chad, what noise does wait, a turkey wait, make? Wait, and that turkey will be 2019 because that's when they have honey for you no that's not true that's if you go to the true. stores don't, don't listen the, to the individuals this, this aren't getting it with, sold with out but all the stores are carrying it I'm not a liar. All liar. the stores are carrying liar. it. Just Chad, what does a turkey They don't want me to tell you the truth, but you'll never okay. see no, what is that it? Did you do yeah. that or Chad no, did it? that's Chad. Chad, do it again because in the chat room they want to know. Okay, how do you make a turkey sound? Okay, how do you do it? Oh, okay, I got a That's a winner. How about you, Mr. Stone? I don't do it. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. I don't, even, I don't have any idea how you to do it. You gotta shake your little throne. Come on, Stone. Come on, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. The sound stinks, but the tongue action. Oh, Oh. you're gay. Oh, no, you can use it there, too. That's true. I forgot. It's been so long, honey. I forgot. Oh, my God. Is that possible? Can you forget? Is it just like getting back on a bike? They liked yours. They did like mine. Thank you, chatters. I love my chatters. It's like getting getting back on a bike. You you never forget? Never forget. I sure hope so. Honey, the day you meet a guy. I know what to do. The day you meet a boyfriend. I only wish dear God, God, please. One's going to need to, like, fall on the doorstep. (laughs) <laughs> really, because I you know, just don't have you, time. You know what's wrong with my daughter? Oh, Jesus First Christ. Of all, can we be, can we talk about things we're thankful for? In yeah, the, I'm thankful in, for my... I have chocolate <laughs> on my shirt. God damn it, I dropped chocolate. That's not nice to say, God damn it, That's on okay, the That air, shirt has a hole in the back anyway. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Where's the hole? Over here. Great. 
How'd I go? Where's the hole? <laughs> That's what he said last night. Oh my God. Your Honey, holy. if he can't find your hole, you got issues. How did I get a hole in my shirt? <laughs> Where is the hole? Oh, oh, oh that, that could on be sewn. Yeah, yeah, that's easy. Yeah. It's right on the See, arm scene on the back. Your I'm doing that. Hey, yeah. Chad, yeah. Uh, we don't have a caller shirt. calling in yet, do we? Where's Pepper? I do not have any callers. This I'm pretty sure Western I told her to call shirt. us. Pepper, we'll give it like two minutes, and if she doesn't call, we have to call her. Anyway, this is my Weston shirt, and I love it. Who's guest Vina? Hi, guest Vina. Thank you. She said that's good, Deirdre. People in the chat room, thank you for coming into the chat room. I never get a chance to thank you because Big Mouth next to my right always does the thank yous for me. And then he hits me and yells at me and I shouldn't do that. But anyway, getting back to the honey, whistle Dixie if you get that honey. Goodbye. Yeah, right. Don't listen to him. He's, at, he's full That's of, you all. know That's what? All. He's you, full of something you can shovel. They shovel. know that I never lie. My people know that. <laughs> oh, come on, dear. When did I ever lie in the air? I don't do that. No, you don't I lie won't in even the air. Do, No, but you can get I the will honey. Never, Stop saying that they can't get the I honey will when they never, can. I promise, and I swear on both you and your sister, I will never say a product is good if I think it stinks. Well, no, that is true. We don't falsely endorse we things. Had, we but. had a sponsor who's no longer with us for you old timers because the Dynapep, when I took it, I wound up in the hospital almost because my body started to shake and I was flipping out from whatever garbage they put in that Dynapep. Well, those, those energy drinks? And, Don't I do mean, those I energy know. drinks because you can have a mega, mega heart attack. They speed you up and you... <laughs> Look, there's a no. turkey. <laughs> no, not turkey, but don't ever take that garbage. And I told Jimmy, if Dynapep's on the show, I'm off the show. And hey, Dynapep I got, is I got Nan with calling in for you guys. Ah, okay. Oh, there we go. Peppa. Peppa, Peppa. Oh, there she is. So we can't see we her. We can't see hey. her yet. Hey. Look how is pretty. Is this working? Look um, how No, you got to hit video. Hit the video button so we can see oh. video. Hold on. How do I do this? Oh. There should be like a little video camera icon. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I think we're getting it. There we go. We're going to be getting it now. Ah! Yes, she is. Are you on set? No, she's not. She's. Are you in a coffee shop? I am. Okay. Is that she's okay? in a coffee shop. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Now, now I'm going to ask you first. Before no, no, wait. We've got to introduce her. Gosh. I, when he I don't care. This, That's what we do. <laughs> Hi, everybody. So this is Naomi Grossman. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Before we get started, let me introduce you to our cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. Hey, Peppa, I would have introduced myself. Listen. No, well, no, I'm not done. I'm going to tell us something. <laughs> no. <laughs> then we have Ooh, our, such a ball buster. Then we have our, Hi. We have our Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Serego. <laughs> the guy who answers the phone at the studio's name is Chad Murphy. Hey, Naomi. Welcome to the show. Uh-oh. Awesome. Um, they're writing me things that we have to read. Oh, there. I'm going to put you in my ear because I can't really hear. Okay. Go ahead and put okay? us in your ear. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And while you're doing that, and uh, talk to us and say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everyone in the chat room. And there everyone you go. In the coffee shop. <laughs> Sorry. Are you in New Orleans right now? Yes. Oh, where? I am um, speaking to you from the Orange Couch, which is a very cool coffee shop, as you can see, um, from the Bywater neighborhood, which is a very hip area. Yeah. It's where Brooklynites are coming. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Brooklynites. <laughs> Hold on. There we go. See if you can hear us any better once you get those in. Can you hear us any better now? Much. Yes, yes, yes. Hey. Much better. All right, everybody. So this is Naomi Grossman. She's done all kinds of cool stuff, but you will recognize. Well, you won't really recognize her, but she's Pepper from American Horror Story, Asylum, and Freak Show. Woo! And and I watched a video on YouTube of you of how they like when they shaved your head for the first time. I was freaking out. Like, how was that for you? Like to to cut all your hair off? 
Well, uh, the first time is, of course, shocking. Um, <laughs> you know, especially because I didn't know what I was getting into. You know, it's like, for all I knew, I was like some glorified extra. <laughs> and, you know, to shave off all your head, hair. Um, but, I mean, it was obviously worth it. it. It's worked out just fine. And it's not like I had some panting, you know, commercial right. career leading up to that. So, no biggie. <laughs> You're definitely not <laughs> a glorified a, extra. You're definitely not. Because well, no. we are big and I, fans. I have a nicely shaped head. You do, I must tell you. I did, you don't know. Very even. Do you have a beautiful you head. You know, th- there's only one way to find out. Yeah, and you do. You have a very beautiful head. <laughs> As I was saying, I don't thank know you, if you can, you can you hear me, Pepper? Can um, you? Hear? Yes. Oh, I said I you're far you from a glorified. You're far from a glorified extra. Your character is so well, outstanding. We love it. But unfortunately, years ago there were twins that looked like that, and I thought to myself, how could that be? They'd be in their hundreds. You are so convincing in that role, and you stand out. We love, love, love your show. We never miss it. Of course, Jessica is probably one of the greatest actresses and still a beauty. So I'm going to ask you questions about her. I've never met her, mm-hmm. but is she fun to work with? What are you going to say? No? I mean, yeah. Yes. I mean, no. I mean, fun isn't probably the first adjective I use, not because she's not fun, but because she's, there's so much more. You know, she's, intense and brilliant and inspiring and um uh, you know like i said when i think of fun i think of like i don't know adam sandler not that i've ever worked with him but you know what i mean like she's um she's this you know presence she's this kind of acting god that um you know fun is just not you know what I mean. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. She's, but I'm talking about sometimes, I mean, I've been on sets where some of the actors are very, like Betty Davis, for an example. In film, she was the most serious woman in the world. Yet, if you ever worked with her or was with her offset, she's the funniest lady in the world. She had a great humor and a prankster. She loved to do silly things and, and play pranks. So usually people are not the same on film as they are in privacy. Jessica Lang, who I was speaking about, folks, ah. is a beauty one of my very favorites. I saw her the first time in King Kong laying on a thing, a raft, and she couldn't act away out of a paper bag. And I said, this beautiful girl will never go anywhere. Boy, was I wrong. Definitely so, too, She's like one of the greatest like awesome. actors of our time yeah. and a fabulous beauty. Yeah. So, like, let's yeah. talk a little bit about how did you actually get cast for this role? Well, I got a, a phone call from my agent, and, uh, you know, it was an audition like any other. Um, not exactly. It was obviously career-changing. Um, but, and you know, I showed up, and, and it was basically me in a, a room full of little people, which I thought was curious, um, because I am short. I'm a small person, but, of course, small people and little people are, are very different. Yes. So I thought, of course, I didn't, you know, hold a chance. And I thought, if anything, I needed to have a conversation with my agent about, you know, the difference between small and little. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, it's a, a, a very big casting office in Los Angeles. So I thought, you know, at the very least, do a good job. They'll remember me for Glee or something right. else. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a good sort of lesson to aspiring actors out there. It's not your job to cast the thing, you know. You don't know what they're doing. So, you know, let them do their job. Yeah, yeah. 
And actually, for that matter, you know, I I uh, had my audition, and um, you know, I did a okay job, evidently. But uh, at the end of the day, they they ended up referring me then to makeup and that's that was the callback was the meetings with makeup and they actually took a bunch of pictures of me which they later manipulated to see what I would look like uh, as this character and that's really what what got me the part um, you know I think they they had a few actresses that I thought would work but um, for all we know it was like the bridge of my nose that you know sold it who knows? You know, so again, like actors can rest easy, you know, take a deep breath. It's not necessarily all about your audition. For all you know, you know, you got the right, the right shaped head. Shaped head. <laughs> you got the look. You got yeah. the look. You got and the you're look. also really good at what yeah. you do. I mean, you well, are Pepper. There's just no hate. How, how long, you know. how long in makeup, Pepper, to become that ugly looking thing that you become from <laughs> such a pretty girl? I know, right? <laughs> It takes about two and a half to three hours. Wow! It's so funny because when yeah. we when we first when we first saw you in Asylum, Ron really did think that you were an actress from like a no, long time. No, it wasn't an actress. It was a freak show. Years when I was a kid, we'd go to the circus in New York City, Madison Square Garden, and there was a brother and a sister who looked identical to you and the fellow that plays the brother. I mean, very sad-looking, deformed-looking uh, people. And I said to Jimmy, oh, I know that. And I said, couldn't possibly be. She would have to be 100 or close to it. And then it dawned on me. I said, they duplicated the look. Now, if you go back and look at a history of, of um, circuses, you will see pictures of these people that you're portraying. Mm -hmm. They existed. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's right. I mean, the that was my is job. Phenomenal. That's who they to research her. that. Yeah. I mean, the makeup is phenomenal. Well, I was so oh. freaked out, though, then, because then I Googled your name, and I thought, gosh, she's going to be like, uh, she's got to be like this really ugly lady. And I no, saw all no. these glamorous like, pictures like good looking. of you, and you were beautiful. And I was like, oh, my God, look what they can really do in makeup, you know, and really make you, you know, really like, is. you know, they do that in movies, but on TV shows, you're not... You're not sure that they, they would really do that. And I was so impressed. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, you're so gorgeous and you can become so ugly but cool, and, you but, know, that it's not even but, funny. But look at how many <laughs> uh, ugly people they make beautiful. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> In Hollywood. That is true. Well, it, and I mean, the, the attention that I get for being so beautiful is really absurd. I mean, clearly that's not the case. But um, No, no, wait a second. You don't have wow. any makeup on. You have no You're hair. beautiful. Listen to yeah. me. Let's... Chad, Be please, please run her headshot and show people what hair and yeah, makeup how pretty been. she is. I have been, yes, sir. Oh, she, he's, he's, he's going to run it. He's, he's been running it. He's been running it. Oh, he's been I'm, running it. Okay. You don't look I'm anything like you do today. No, no. But, I mean, I'm referring to mostly, like, you know, actresses go to such extreme lengths to look, you know, beautiful. And here... I've got done quite the opposite. We've gone to major links for me to look awful. Yeah. And therefore, you know, ultimately, I'm, I'm, you know, quite beautiful by comparison. So it's worked out. No, I think you're <laughs> it's wrong. It's just I funny when you think about it. No, I think, I think what wow. your character is going to be so remembered by so many people that I think in the future when you do more TV work or movie work, they're going to say, you know who she is. She's the one that played that ugly thing in a horror story. And that's what's going to be your signature for It's so for funny. Because like, when I first saw you, I thought you were ugly. Now I think because your character is so cool, it's not ugly at all. And no. It, 
I, I never in thought, Asylum near um, the end of Asylum when you're sticking up. For, I, I don't it. remember when you stick up for whoever you're sticking up and you're like doing all that stuff, talking real mean to the people and stuff. I was like, oh my god, she's smart and she's cool and mm-hmm. and what a great character. And I was like, and I was so happy when they announced because you know you're the only. Well, I guess you do know, but like I don't know if the other listeners know you're the only character who's been ever been taken over into another Car- season. Carried over. Yeah, that goes over. Um, nobody they haven't ever done it with a the character. They use the same actors, but they've never had the same character. And you're the first one, which is like an iconic thing. It's like you made a history in the television world. Oh, I just hit you in the head. <laughs> That's okay. Well, you know what it is? She's an actress or an actor, I would like to say, who doesn't mind not being the beautiful glamour femme fatale. My very dear friend is Barbara Rosenblatt. I don't know if you know who she is. She's on uh, Orange is the New Black, and she plays Rosa. Oh, I love the, that show. The it's woman, a great show. She plays, awesome show. she plays Rosa, the woman with cancer who just killed the other one. <laughs> now, they shaved all of Barbara's oh. hair off. She hasn't any eyebrows. I mean, she is the ugliest looking thing. And you know what? I know her for years. She is the prettiest woman. She is, yeah. She's heavy set, but she's got gorgeous oh, yeah. dimples. The she's so pretty in person. Ever. And the best smile. And the beautiful mm-hmm. smile. I mean, Barbara Rosenblatt is a pretty girl. But my God, when I saw her in that truck at the close-up, I thought... What the hell did they? <laughs> so I said, Barbara, I mean, good for you. I would have been frightened to do that scene yeah. the way they made her look. Tell her, go ahead, you asked something. Um, yeah, I have a question. No, sorry. I know exactly. Okay. No, so, no, no, so no. what happens when you see your. No, I was just going to say she is beautiful because we see her in season two, Rosa. We see her, um, you know, younger as yes. the, well, that's not really the bank who robber she is. or whatever. But that's not really who oh. she is. Barbara Rosenblatt. Oh, is it a different actress? Yeah, it's oh, a different sure, actress, sure. yeah. Barbara Rosenblatt is oh. the audio queen. She is the voiceover queen. She has won every single year the oh. award for best audio personality. Audio uh, it, so oh. if you want to see her, folks, what she looks like, go to Barbara Rosenblatt. That's Rosenblatt with one T. And you'll see how pretty she is. Somebody, just like you, just like you. It's amazing. But I amazing. have a question. Go ahead. Um, I wanted. I want to know what exactly did you do to do to get into this character? Like, what was your, what research did you do? What did you physically, mentally have to prepare yourself to really become Pepper? Or did you let the director do it? Um, I took their direction, of course, um, which was really nothing more than just do Schlitzy. So right. Schlitzy was a real-life microcephalic from the 1930s. He was um, one of the stars of the 1930s film Freaks by Todd Browning. So mm-hmm. that was part of my preparation, was just to watch that movie and basically do Schlitzy. Um, I, of course, created a whole story for Pepper, of course, as you do. Yep. Um, and uh, I'm happy to say that the story the writers have given me is actually even more lovely than the one I gave myself, which you haven't actually seen yet because yes. it hasn't aired yet. Right. But um, you've got some good things ahead. Uh, so um, there was we'll that. We'll see more of your character, I hope. They wrote you up more, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. She's gonna, we have a, something big's going to happen. We don't know what, what big's going to happen now, yet. But now, so many people Facebooked me and said, please ask um, your, oh, I can't, uh, Naomi. Naomi. The little girl in the pickle jar, is that a dream or the truth? No, no, she died. They killed, no, they didn't kill her in the pickle jar. No, I got somebody, a couple of people said, was that supposed to be a dream? He fell asleep so he didn't see when the guy, when Michael Chiklis broke her neck. (laughs) Oh, he broke her neck. Yeah, Yeah, he fell asleep at the end. Okay. So they did kill her. Because that was last week. They did kill her off. (laughs) I'm so upset that it's not on tonight. Like, that's our Wednesday night Uh, ritual. And because of Thanksgiving, you're not on. You're not on. I'm so upset. I don't know what to do with myself. 
<laughs> That's okay. okay. What do I do on Wednesdays? <laughs> what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Her mom's there visiting. Oh, your mom is there? My mom nice. came to visit. Yeah. So we're just sort of orphans. We'll find some turkey we'll somewhere. We'll have a Cajun Creole turkey. Or sh- shrimp and grits or <laughs> there you jambalaya go, or something. <laughs> where, where are you we from, will Naomi? Eat. Um, uh, my, uh, New Mexico. You're so kidding. she's come from Taos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From Tosco? From Taos. From, no, Taos. From, from Taos, New Mexico. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's beautiful. Yeah. Wait a oh, second. Yeah, You're is. from that's, New Mexico, but when you weren't in New Orleans filming, do you live in you live in LA, right? Yes, that's correct. Actually, yes. let's go off. Of, oh, first of all, tell. No, all right, I want to ask another question. So you, I bet you, you're part Indian, American Indian. I no. A lot I, of I people mean, from Tao are. It's a big yeah, yes, there's a, a huge Indian population there, and that's true. Because okay. I, lo- I love Tosco. All right, hold on. You, house. Go ahead. You, you, you no, ask what, something. Always, Taos. No, where is it? I always go in New Mexico with James. Oh, I don't know where he used oh, to live. He had that. I, I, I go. It's gorgeous. The famous one. Taos, I thought. No, where, where, where Madeline Kahn lived. Carol know. Burnett had a house there. Um, oh, what the hell? Anyway, let so her now go. for all of the aspiring actors either wanting to go to California or want, or living in L.A. right now, how do you... How do you afford yourself? Like, are you bartending? Are you serving? Are she's or are not you anymore. not? You You're not you anymore. Don't, you don't now need she's to. Paid. Now she's getting paid. What do you do with your days if you're not working? She gets paid. Well, yeah, no, not not anymore. But um, I mean, gosh, that's a whole one woman show I could write. Um, I've done like every odd job. Of course, I've waited tables. I was like the worst waitress on the really? history of um, food. Oh God! Um, uh, you know, I mean, I've I've uh, danced for money at bar mitzvahs. I've uh, driven the Red Bull truck, uh, which is like a. <laughs> I love it. You were like me. I did everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like it's a little Suzuki with like a, a big can on the top. Yes, I finally I got fired because <laughs> I drove it into a shopping mall and forgot that I had a you know that I was <gasps> oh, um, ten feet tall. At, yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, I've, uh, I, I, I taught Spanish at the Playboy Mansion. Oh, um, Bridget, one of, uh, Hugh Hefner's, yeah. uh, girlfriends needed, you know, a Spanish tutor. No, I mean, I've done like, you name it, everything. Oh, I love it. Um, so it's nice to sort of retire and just be the ugliest girl on TV. And now you're just <laughs> truly an actor. You're no longer sort of. So let's, yeah. let's go. Isn't that paycheck sweet? Hang on. Hang oh, it on. is so sweet when let's, you get paid. I know the feeling. Let's go to, let's go to like, are you a whor- horror, horror, however you pronounce it? How horror. do you say horror? Not horror. 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 Horror, Am horror I a movie. Horror? I don't know. I horror movie. No. <laughs> how do you say the word horror? Because I don't no, know how to um, say it. No, I have the same problem. I tell people I'm going to a horror com- a horror convention, and they're like, oh. "Really?" <laughs> so anyway, are you a um, fan of that though? Are you a fan of horror? Because I noticed, like, I looked on your resume, and like, you acted in some like cult comedy. I guess they were plays, Cannibal Cheerleaders on Crack, and Shannon Doherty, you know, right. shoots a porno. That sounds hilarious. Oh, I would love to see that. Sound- <laughs> oh, I want to see that. That sounds awesome. And, and like, do you like yeah. more? Because because you also did a show. Uh, car- carnival knowledge, love, lust, and other human oddities. And so, like, I was just curious. So, like, is this something that you liked before you got cast in this a- as a freak? Yes. I'm, uh, I mean, yes and no. Like, I, I wasn't – I mean, I haven't seen all the Saw movies. I'm sure there's a Nightmare on Elm Street 
I've missed. Um, so it's not, I'm not that big of a diehard fan, but, and um, my allegiance is mostly with comedy. But okay. um, within that genre, I would say big characters are my thing. So, you know, I always sort of looked up to uh, Tracy Ullman and Lily, Con uh, Lily Tomlin and Carol Burnett and Gilda Radner. And so, um, good names, and, good but names. when you think about it, you know, horror really lends itself to these sorts of characters. Yes. You know, you don't see a lot of these big, like, you know, pinheads on procedural dramas or, you know, crime shows. So um, it, it sort of, it makes sense, horror. That it makes sense that that would be my, you know, genre. We should uh, also my tell everybody. But, but you have a great personality. And that personality, I'm serious. Yeah, you're you very, sparkle. You, you do, sparkle. You have, sparkle. You, have, you have what is called it. And if you could get that as yourself, not in character, on the screen, I think the audience is going to like you and want to see more of you because you definitely have something about you that we want more of. You know, some of the people come on our show, I'm, after two minutes, I say, how the hell did they get in the business? But you you have you sparkle, as Deirdre yeah, said. Yeah, you do. You have a sparkle. You do sparkle. Nice. Also, though, you're, you're a former member of the Groundlings Sunday uh, Company. That's a that is a comedy troupe. That's a super famous yeah. comedy troupe, right? Kristen so, Wiig came from there. A lot of people did. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. Cool. I mean, that's just like a comedy factory. And in fact, that was my obsession for a long time. You know, I I was sort of I had the eye on the prize, and the prize was SNL. And so, you know, I I, I never got there. And um, it Yet. is what it is. You know, yeah. Doesn't mean it couldn't I, you know, be I, coming now. But now you're on the equally well, as equally of a hit show yeah. but in a different genre yeah. so no no oh, no, no no i mean american listen. horror story is like the number one yeah. it actually show. is it actually it's the number made one show it, in it, our book it officially it made the number one of all time tv I, I, now i won't like miss it. for prime time yeah. but i'm, yeah. I'm really? sad now that jimmy yeah. said it's wow. not going to be on tonight oh you know what i like to look at other I mean, uh, uh, when i go to roku i look not roku which where do we go netflix, netflix. and then we see it one after another i don't have to wait every week See, like, oh, when they released uh, the whole season, like you Asylum. Could do a Asylum. We watched Asylum <laughs> like in five nights in a row. We watched like seven <laughs> or eight episodes. Oh yeah, we were like Asylum people ourselves. I went yeah. to sleep. I dreamed the goddamn show. I got scared one night. I did. I was dreaming about the crazy bastards in that show. That Asylum was unbelievable. I have to say the that Coven was great. Loved too, it. Though. Loved it. Asylum is my favorite out of all of them so far. Uh, like I, I liked it the best, but I, I can't rate them all till I see the end. So like I don't know how Freak right. Show is going to end. I love it. I love the characters. Lo loved in it. Asylum. I, I understand witches is supposed to be fabulous. The Coven was great. Yeah, I we saw haven't that. seen the Coven. We saw the first two, and now we're watching Freak Show live, and she's seen them all. Yeah, I've seen them all, <laughs> and I love them all. Right. So, but but yeah. I think so. How many more episodes you're shooting? Um, we're working on 10, 11, 12 right now. There's right. 13 total. Right. Um, so, I mean, it's like crazy. You know, on any given day, we walk in and uh, who's yeah. alive? You know, what are we doing? Oh, they're, <laughs> they're writing as they go along. Yeah. Well, they might have written it. They're just not letting no, them know. Not, hey, that happens with every movie I've ever known. I mean, you never know if you're going to get killed, especially daytime soap operas. They never oh. know if they're going to get knocked off. You come no, to work true. and they're like, oh, guess what? This is your last day. Why? Because you die. Oh, well, shit. You, if you ask, if you <laughs> ask the producer for... Oh, we're going to bring you back next season. Oh, okay, great. No, the <laughs> thing to get killed in a soap is to ask the producer for 100 bucks a week more and you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ask for a raise. You get written off. So tell us, like, what is, give us an idea. Like, uh, uh, You can say for Asylum because you can't talk a whole lot about it. You can't tell us what's coming up anyway. But like no, with Asylum, what is, like, what is like, give us an... Uh, 
uh, a recollection of something that cool that just really happened, you know, on Asylum for you. That's something that you really enjoyed that standed out in your experience being on that season, since that's my favorite season. <laughs> mm. uh, I mean, uh, I don't know that there's any one experience. Um, okay. But it, it was just sort of a collective thing. I mean, to go from showing up on set and, I mean, I, I joke, I'm not even joking about the glorified extra business. Um, I mean, for all that. I knew, I was one of the many, like, I thought I might be like an army, one of the army of pinheads. Right. And so to show up on set and not only was I not just one of the army, like, I was the pinhead. In fact, I was the craziest in the asylum. And um, so that sort of novelty and then, you know, meeting all of these major stars who totally wanted to talk to me because, uh, you know, at first they, they averted their eyes. They, they didn't want to talk to me. They didn't want anything to do with me. Like, is that real? And then, of course, <laughs> they want to know, oh, my God, it's not real. Duh. We're shooting a TV show. <laughs> Who are you? What do you look like? Uh, you know, how long have you been sitting in makeup? So that's cool. You know, I sort of bridge the gap that generally right. exists between, between extras you know, and exactly. principals. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was never build as an extra, but that's, you know, sort of how I felt coming in, in right. this, you know, uh, cast of almost exclusively A-listers. And, yes. Yeah. Um, well, working opposite Jessica is not easy. Right. And Let then, of course, it. you know, from that point on, the way it evolved, you know, uh, again, when I... When I went pee, I think it was on episode three, I, you know, Pepper disappeared for a while. Right. And I thought, for all I knew, I thought maybe I'd really screwed up and they wrote me out and, or I fell in or who knows. Like, I'd created all sorts of excuses. Little did I know I was going to come back in the biggest way possible. Yeah. And, you know, that soon I'd be driving around town and seeing Pe Pepper for President posters around town or, you know, <laughs> people would be tattooing me on their limbs. Like, so in oh general, God. it was sort of the evolution the of this. The Pepper phenomenon. No, I, I love think, it. I think yeah. what That's they're going to do it. is... The Pepper phenomenon. I think they're going to make little dolls out of that show. Oh. Like a Pepper doll and a... Yeah, make sure that you're... They already have that. American Horror Story um, Funko dolls coming out. Oh, Funko. make sure that your, your, um, your attorney gets a contract trying with them. It would be royalties. great to have one. If they have them for only, they only have them for season one so far. So <gasps> they, they only do, have them for season they, one. I want to send one to you and you have to autograph it. Yeah, well. because if they do your character, make sure you get a percentage yeah. of it. <laughs> she, she wants royalties on you that. You could retire on that. One percent royalty. I wish they'd make a... They can make a doll of me naked with an erection. I don't care. Okay, so as long as I, as long as I got Anyhow. the royalties. We get to say whatever we want. So let's oh, yeah, we're unscripted and let's, unfiltered Let's here. change so the topic a like. little bit. Like, let's, let's go to, so as you're an actress, if you could be, if you could have been in any movie that's ever been made and played the character, who, what movie would you have liked to have been in uh, and who would be your favorite like, person to co-star with that you haven't already worked with because you can't say people from American Horror Story. You've got to do somebody new. Sure, that's very easy. Um, Borat. Oh, <laughs> really? Oh, I love him. He's hysterical. We love yeah, him. I love Sasha. him. I just, I've got so many ideas just like that, you know, um, set out into the world and uh, uh, am I bothering you? I'm sorry, I'm 
bothering people and like they don't know I'm on television or radio or whatever. Tell them who they are. I'm gonna go sneak off and tell them that we only have five um, more minutes anyway. And tell them, tell them, we only tell have them five that tell them that 31 million people are looking at you right Actually, now. Actually, tell them you'll give them a plug for their place yeah. right now. Listen, <laughs> Naomi, seriously, tell them 31 million people are watching you right now. And you could destroy their restaurant no, by saying no, there's no, roaches. No, 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 no. Okay, no, anyway. don't, do, no don't say well, no. All you have like to that. say is there are cockroaches there. No, 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 no stop. Anyway. Don't joke about that. That's not nice. Yeah, let her finish. 30, 31 million and one are hearing me anyway, so it's okay. It's, it's probably like that, you know, the lady in the grocery store that's got yeah. her, her earphones yes. in. She can't hear, so she's screaming at the top of right, her lungs. Right, right, right. I'm, I'm that lady. Oh, well, we only um, have five minutes left. <laughs> just, I love you. You're fabulous. Oh, I'd love to be friends what? with you. You're fun. I'm going to go wander outside. And You're kidding. They're I throwing find. you out? No, they're not throwing her out. Wait, She's okay. No, but I, I might find something better for us. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that. This is so great. I love it. 31,000 or million people. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, that's a alley. That's weird. No, we're just going to be <laughs> over here. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. It's like That's a reality okay. show. So I you would it. want to be Borat. Okay. And like. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, I just love. I have so many ideas just like that. Like set out into the world and humiliate, um, uh, <laughs> you know, people. Uh, ask obnoxious questions and um, see what the answers are. I'm just that. I'm too afraid of lawsuits. I would never actually follow, follow through with it. But if we lived in a world without that, I can only imagine, you know. Uh, what kind of Naomi, all you, all you have to do is get a consent to use their image, and what they said, they can't sue you. <laughs> that is true. But then it's not That's as uh, then it's not though as well uh, unless you then get them to not. consent to it after that you already yeah. film it. Yeah. Definitely. Otherwise, after you sh- no, after you shoot them, you get the consent. So, who's the actor or actress you would like to star in a movie with? Hmm. I mean, I would like to play with Sasha Baron Cohen. I think okay. we could really make some magic. Um, <laughs> I, a little bit. Okay, that's, okay. well, that's going to be my next question. If you could do a love scene with any actor, and who would it be? Not Sasha Baron Cohen. He's very good looking. Nah, not really. No, he's not good looking. I think he's handsome no. when he has a mustache. No. He's interesting looking, but I wouldn't call him sexy. But he's interesting looking. Well, I did get very excited when I heard that Matt Bomer would be on the show. Oh, my God. You know, I had all sorts of vision of like a... He's like gay like Ron and I, But he's gay. <laughs> Shoot. I know. But, you know, hey. You know but he is. That wasn't part of the question. Oh, okay. I mean, that's true. That's true. Okay. Exactly. It doesn't matter whether they're gay or straight because, you know, you still he is very, kiss them He's very handsome. And he's a very did, handsome did guy. Did you ever interview him? No. No. I would love to, though. I have a question for you. Okay. I have a huge crush on Ryan Gosling. Hot or not? Uh, really? That, uh, uh, thank is that you. A question. This one, yeah, this one over here up to my. No, well, she didn't uh, answer it. Do you no, think Brian Gosling's hot? Hell yeah. Of course he is. Question. My father over here thinks that Ryan Gosling is not hot, and I'm like, no. now that he's with Ava Mendez and just had a baby and getting married, there's no way that I could ever marry him. But <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think he's That's really my anything secret special. Celebrity crush. I think he's so hot. But I can't. Oh, I think he's a good actor. I, I was. I was so excited when I was uh, on top of him, uh, if you will, on what? IMDb. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you know, it wasn't real. It was just a virtual list. But oh, still, I was like, knowing that I was on top of Ryan Gosling, that's like all I've ever wanted. Like, I can just retire now. 
You're on that's top of him. You beat out Ryan Gosling. Ah. I think that's hilarious. You know, dreams, dreams do come true because when I was growing up, Tab Hunter was the hottest thing in the world. You know who Tab Hunter is? No. Tab Hunter, blonde, beautiful actor. She's too young. Famous. Okay. Anyway, I got to interview him on my TV talk show like five years ago. And it's amazing how when you meet your per- person you think is so sexy and fabulous, they really become just nice and ordinary and no longer intrigued by them. And I think if my daughter mm-hmm. met Jocelyn or whatever the hell. Ryan Gosling. Gosling. <laughs> she would probably find he picks his nose, gets the Well, of course he does, but that's you know. still hot. He's still hot. All right, so here's oh, what we got to do, everybody, because like we're, we're going to run we're, out of time. We, Hang we, on. we actors are just people. Hang on, I got to go. Okay, so everybody, listen. You got to follow Naomi Grossman. She's on Twitter. Yes. It's at Naomi W. Grossman. You got to go to her website. It's NaomiGrossman.net. Everybody has to watch American Horror Story for Pepper. If only for Pepper, you have to watch American Horror Story. We want to thank you so much for coming you're on awesome. the Jimmy Star Show. You are fabulous. Right. We also want to say hello to your mother because oh. I know you're doing Thanksgiving with her. We Hi, want Naomi's you to have a great mom. holiday. Hey, Ron wants and to say I something. And I want to say something. Please, 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 when we ask you back, please come back. Oh, yeah. We want to You are back. so good. I want to interview you more. Probably at season's end when the show is over so we can really discuss it. Oh, yeah. But that makes we sure. Want, we want to do everything we can to help you become famous because you should She already be. is famous. She already is famous. I mean, no, I mean famous happen. without the makeup. Famous. See, now, if they yeah. knew who she was in that restaurant, they'd be kissing her ass. Right. But they don't know exactly <laughs> who she is. Now, if you put your makeup on and sat there, they would have let you story. speak. All you have to do is just say afterwards, "Hi, I'm Pepper from American yes. Horror." So Actually, I was, I'm really sorry, yeah. but I was just doing uh, an interview. Do that sorry, on, I'm your, so on your way. On your way. You'll be like, "Oh my God!" No. Yeah, on, can you do like you? an impromptu, like one sentence as Pepper, or no? Me? Whoa! Me? Whoa! You know what? <laughs> Pepper, awesome. Pepper, on the way out. Not Pepper, Naomi. Wait, I mean, not, not <laughs> you got him Naomi, Naomi, on your way out, get your cell phone and say, please tell Jessica Lang that I'll meet her in 20 minutes for a drink. That'll blow them away. <laughs> Naomi, thank you so much. Have a thank great, you. great Happy holiday. Good luck honey. and congratulations. You are, you are super fabulous. Super fabulous. Um, thank I you. I love her. I love her a lot. And She's super fabulous. Thank you. You too for um, bearing with me and rescheduling. I uh, because there was a time when we were supposed to do this a couple weeks ago. But I'm telling, I'm here to tell you right now, you rescheduled because of like the most bomb episode that's coming up. So just, just you wait. All right. Awesome. Thank you and have a happy holiday. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Naomi. Bye bye, sweetie. Was that she not is, fabulous? I love, what? Great. I love her. Chad, was that not fabulous? That was cool. We have guests that are just like awesome actors and, and awesome humans. We got to go, too, everybody. Everybody, we want to thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Chad, thank you, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show. He's out. Jimmy, bitch, punk, yo, what I wanna be? Jimmy, stop, new celebrity. We'll take you out.